Hey guys, Sunny D here. Thanks for tuning in to the YFYI podcast. Uh, this is going to be a very special and fun episode of Storytime Live from the live Instagram, live Facebook morning show that I've been doing. And I'm starting this experiment, project, journey. Uh, I don't know what I want to call it yet, but it's called the Harvard something. Either the Harvard journey, the Harvard experience, the Harvard experiment, or the the Harvard, I don't know. It's the Harvard something. But on this episode, I'm going to be talking about my dream, one of the dreams I haven't really shared with anybody before of going to Harvard, and I'm going to start the process of going to Harvard. I don't know how we're going to pull this off, but I'm going to be uh, sharing the journey with you. I'm going to need your help, need your support, whatever you can do, even if it's just cross your fingers and hold your breath and say, I hope it works. Um, That'll work too. So this episode is the beginning of that journey. So I'm excited to share this with you on this episode of the YFY podcast from Storytime. So here we go. All right, here we go. Here we go. Just this. Good morning. Good morning. How's everybody doing? Hopefully you guys are doing good this morning. Hopefully you're feeling good this morning. Hopefully you guys had a a great weekend. Just getting back off the weekend. And it's Monday morning, the beginning of a new week. And I'm excited to be here for story time. I'm Sunny D. I'm your host. Thanks for tuning in. Wherever you're tuning in from, if you're tuning in on Facebook, if you're tuning in on Instagram, if you're tuning in on Twitter, on the live broadcast on there, uh, wherever you're tuning in, whatever Facebook page you're on, thanks for being here. Welcome to Storytime. Each and every day, Monday through Friday, I shouldn't say each and every day, so not every day, but Monday through Friday mornings, I come to you guys, we do a little live story time session where I'm sharing stories, business stories, um, stories, inspiring stories, hopefully motivating stories, stories from my journey, stories from other people's journeys. Um, This is also being, uh, it's part of the YFYI podcast and this story time series, we're 45 episodes in and the YFYI podcast has, I want to say like just over 200 episodes, but I started doing story time during the you know the the shutdown and this is something I've always wanted to do and share stories read inspiring stories from different books different companies and I started with the books that I wrote read through those shared um, a little bit about my journey and I'll continue to share you know stories from my journey and then I started going into other companies that I've been sharing stories from I covered I've got this this beautiful stack of different companies we've got the Ritz Carlton we've got Apple, we've got Nordstrom, we've got Starbucks, we've got Patron, we've got Coca-Cola, we've got Barefoot, which is the wine company, we've got Virgin by Richard Branson, we've got Ikea, we've got Walmart, we've got McDonald's. We went through McDonald's. Um, Last week we really were dedicating to um, really just kind of discovering with everything going on in the wake of um, the tragic... um, uh, episode on TV that we witnessed that we wish wasn't reality TV, but it was, uh, which was the murder of George Floyd. We saw that. Um, And so last week we kind of pivoted and we shifted gears and I focused on 
just educating and, and learning more myself and hopefully bringing some education to you guys um, just about our country, about people in our country, about where our country's at. Uh, we, did a, we did a dive into the Constitution, finishing up last week, going through that, which I highly recommend everybody read the Constitution. Um, we also talked about some of the different leaders that we've had in our past, um, some of the different inspiring individuals um, from Martin Luther King to Bob Marley to Nelson Mandela um, that are in our past. And as we kind of were going through the, the week and I was sharing some of that stuff, I was also thinking and I was being inspired and thinking about what was coming up next. And so if you're on Facebook, you can kind of see my, my backdrop. If you're on Instagram, you may have caught it just at the beginning. Um, but what's behind me, this is the uh, one of the halls of Harvard University. And I've had this, you know, dream. I kind of kept more to myself. I didn't really share it because sometimes, you know, when you share stuff, it's you have to a you have to be willing to be vulnerable if you're going to share stuff. Um, depending on what it is, um, you don't know how people are going to react. So sometimes, you know, it's it's better to keep things to yourself, I guess. Um, and and I'm a big proponent and uh, a big a promoter of. You know, setting goals, setting big goals, setting scary goals, setting, you know, wild goals that'll make you almost uncomfortable to say, um, but then also sharing those goals is a key thing. And one of the goals that I've never shared was my dream of going to Harvard University. And I would say, I will say that probably around, maybe around 2000, you know, 2008, 2009, when I was just getting my business idea um, going and just really kind of formulating my my business in my head and, and being ready to take that step out and that step into the world of business, legitimate business, um, not a not a con, not a scam, not a hustle, which I had done before um, and had great success momentarily, uh, which. But it was it was my first, you know, I was gonna start taking control and taking charge of my destiny, taking charge of my own future. And when I decided to do that, um, it was around 2008, and we know there was a lot of interesting things happening right around that time. You know, we were we were in the middle of a a crazy financial uh, crisis, financial. Um, downturn, a recession, borderline depression because of the housing bubble that bursted where everyone thought, you know, they were all of a sudden uh, real estate investors and banks were doing nefarious things and, you know, giving people loans that should have never got loans and they were buying two and three houses that they couldn't afford, you know, and they're making, you know, making 1200 bucks a month and they're, you know, buying a $300,000 house, probably not the best scenario. Um, but through financial engineering, um, it happened, and a lot of people ended up upside down, and this bubble got pumped up over years and years and years, and it burst, you know, right at the beginning when I was starting my business, when I was coming out, you know, like super excited about life, and I'm about to take on the world and get this business going, the financial um, crisis started. The housing bubble burst. So that was one notable thing that was going on you know, around that time. And uh, what else was going on around that time? You know, 2008, 2009, 
Uh, we also were going into a new era with our um, presidency, right? Barack Obama, you know, the, the first black president. And that was a pivotal moment in the black community, in our nation's history, uh, because it, it had never happened before. You know, there had been attempts, there had been tries, there had been people that, you know, wanted to do it. Um, and there have been people in other positions in government, but not at the top, not at the head, tippity top of the, you know, the food chain of, of leadership in government. So that was another, another big pivotal moment. And so I'm starting my business. There's, there's all these, there's positives and negatives, which there will always be. Um, and I'm starting my business. And as I'm getting going, I'm looking at, you know, that happened and I'm looking at, you know, and then I start to discover business leaders. So I start my research and my independent studies, um, which I call uh, over the past 10 years now as a business owner. I've continually, you know, tried to educate myself on topics and I mainly do focus those topics on a few areas on uh, leadership, on business. Um, on personal development. So those are kind of like the three areas that I spend most of my time in. Um, when I look in my library um, at all the books that I have, you're gonna they're gonna be you're, they're gonna kind of fall into one of three. And some of those cross over. Some of those are in you know mo both categories. Because in a lot of times in those business stories, um, you'll find a lot of personal development takes place. And and they're always you know the stories of business. They're always stories of triumph and people overcoming you know what would seem to be like you know unsurmountable odds, right? The cards were stacked and there's a there's a you know there's a there's a triumphant you know victory at the end, which is this great company that was built. Um, so I find myself really studying in those three areas. And over the time that you know that was happening in that beginning. I started really kind of getting in tune, and I grew up in in New England. I grew up in South Norwalk in Connecticut, um, but I didn't really, you know, know what was going on not too far from me um, at Harvard University in Massachusetts. I didn't really know what was going on. Um, no one ever really, as a youth, going through elementary school, going through middle school, going through high school. I never heard of Harvard University. Uh, I never had you know anyone even mention it to me. I don't know if I ever even met anyone that ever graduated from there, so that I never knew anything about it. But coming into business, coming into business, I discovered that a lot of business leaders, a lot of people that I would come across in business leadership as I would read through that word, you know, started to appear. And so now I'm looking at these people and at the beginning, especially in the beginning of starting anything in my business anyway, I wasn't super confident. Um, I wasn't, you know, I, I mean, I'm, I still, you know, certain things, obviously I'm, I'm, you know, moving forward, but I'm still like thinking about like, can I do this? I have doubts every single day. I have, you know, I have, you know, doubts and I try to power through a lot of things I power through and I always find myself going back to education. You know, because education is an unlock. You know, I shared a post on my Instagram over the weekend about education being an unlock. If you're trying to figure out something, if you're trying to discover something, if you're trying to uncover something, 
because you could discover and you could uncover. Um, but education has always been an unlock. And what I do as a as a Paul Mitchell, you know, national educator, as a business owner, as a leader in my salon, um, an educator still. And I feel like I've always liked to share information. Um, and there's so much information. I don't know if like I want to get that information out there because I think you know if it was an unlock for me, it can be an unlock for other people. So education's always been a passion of mine. Um, even even I think back all the way to when I was little. I remember, you know, there was a, a period of time where I was homeless. I was on the streets and um, I was, you know, sleeping in the back of abandoned cars. I was, you know, eating. I was like stealing produce in a store and eating the food um, that I could just grab and eat in the store and go. Um, and then, you know, growing up and being in the winter time, during the winter time, I would be freezing my ass off in the back of that car, but I would take the day and I would spend the day, um, whether I'm in the grocery store, there was also this Barnes and Nobles bookstore that was in the same parking lot of this little plaza. Um, and it was new and I would just go in there and I would, you know, stay warm and they, I never had to buy anything. No one ever pestered me. I don't know if they knew I was homeless or they just thought I was just a kid just you know, interested in books. Um, but I would look through books and magazines and I would, you know, and I always, it always fascinated me like what you could find, like things that would be like unbelievable. So I think that's really where my, my personal discovery of education started, even though on the flip side of that, I didn't enjoy school really at all. I mean, I liked meeting people there. Um, there were a few interesting teachers that I had and the subjects, but for the most part, I was a, a shit student. Um, I didn't really apply myself, I know that, um, because I can learn stuff and I have the ability to learn and retain a lot of information, but I never really applied myself. And looking back on it now, I always think like, man, I wish, I wonder what would have happened if I had. You know, I wanted to play some sports. I wanted to, you know, try to, you know, hang out with my friends and never really applied myself. Made it through barely graduating high school. So I look back and I'm kind of thinking about this. And then, you know, fast forward, it's always a matter of like looking back, right? You never know what's going to happen next, but you look back. Um, and I always, you know, thought after I went out of high school, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to go to college. There's no way. I mean, I'm not getting a scholarship. I suck at sports. I'm not really getting a um, academic scholarship because I suck at academia. Academia. So I ended up joining the military, um, had a great experience there, learned a lot and got you know immersed in a lot of diversity and meeting a lot of different people. Um, and then, but I always had this thing about learning and wanting to learn more. You know, wanted to see what else I could do. Um, and, and I'll talk about some of those things in a, on a future um, episode. But fast forward, you know, now, you know, when I started my business, you know, I, you know, I end up learning about these business leaders and I'm reading these books. And I'm learning about all these business people and I'm finding out that a lot of these people went to this school called Harvard. And I'm thinking, you know, like, what the hell is the deal with this school, Harvard? You know, so I didn't really look into it too much um, in the beginning. But then, you know, when I saw the president, first black president becomes uh, first black president and, and also went to Harvard. I'm like, there it is again. I'm like, man, I got to look into it. So I start looking into Harvard, you know, and I hear about this guy, you know, 
um, this new platform that was just emerging in a few years around that time called Facebook that went to Harvard. He dropped out of Harvard. I'm like, oh, he went to Harvard. Then, you know, I'm like looking and I discover, you know, Microsoft, Bill Gates went to Harvard. So I'm like, man, it keep it keeps coming up. And that's really where I think kind of the dream started for me. And I started thinking about, you know, going to Harvard. And I went to, you know, my, my, when I went to hair school, I went to Paul Mitchell to school so I could learn um, the craft of hairdressing and become a hairdresser, um, which I did successfully. And I'm still in the beauty industry doing it and loving it. But I remember even when I went to the Paul Mitchell school, that and we've referred to it you know i was a teacher in the school for several years but it was referred to as a harvard of hair schools so when someone has a school or has an educational you know experience they even want to like say this is the harvard of fill in the blank so it's been this this reoccurring theme and i started having those you know those those ambitions and those like dreams but i never wanted to say anything to anyone i'm like i'm not you know because that's a confidence thing, right? That was a confidence thing for me where I was like, you know, I'm not I'm not going to yeah, I'm like I'm not going to say to anyone like I wish I could go to Harvard or I want to go to Harvard or I wish I went to Harvard. Um, but that was a dream that I started. So about it was, yeah, right around 10 years ago. And over the time, over the last 10 years, I've continued to run into these people. I mean, the guys that I talked about, the four black CEOs in the Fortune 500, there's four right now. And those four, three of the four have an association with Harvard. And so I start, you know, I started thinking about it and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm like, could I? And I started, I went back to that. I was like, could I be could I be missing something is there something there so I started you know looking into Harvard some more and I was like you know what I'm like I'm gonna go to Harvard now like let me just for the record you know tell you guys right now like I haven't applied to Harvard I haven't ever even been to Harvard I don't know how much it costs to go to Harvard I don't know anything except it's this university it's in massachusetts it produces some of the greatest um, leaders you know in the world ceos executives so i'm like doing research and i'm starting this you know this process as i'm doing research and i wanted to share a couple of things that i discovered um, so far in my research now as a dreamer when i went to you know and i've always been a dreamer when i went to paul mitchell uh the school in Orlando it was a similar situation when I showed up in Orlando and I saw uh, Tina on here I can't wait to to be on today we're doing a mastermind if you guys are watching this and you don't get enough you know right now we're gonna be doing a mastermind uh, just gonna let you guys know about that you can go to my Instagram there's a link in the bio sign up it's a um, a series of great I mean I'm I'm I, I somehow slipped in there um, but just some great leaders in our industry that are going to be sharing from the owner Paul Mitchell our business development leaders um, they're going to be sharing you know different things on leadership and salon leadership so you can check out that link it's in my bio on my Instagram um, but we're going to be live today we're doing that at 12 o'clock Eastern time and I have the um, 
opportunity to be uh, one of the speakers. So thank you, Tina Black and Sean for putting that together. And this is an ongoing thing. If you want to elevate your game, then definitely uh, check it out. So I'll be on there today. So I'm excited about that. Um, so, you know, but being a dreamer, right? I've always like, I remember when I went to Paul Mitchell, the school, I left North Carolina, where I lived, where I had a life, building a life, had friends, had a job, you know, I had, I had just at that point there over the past couple of years when I was in North Carolina, um, I had just went through one of the most difficult periods of my life. Um, I was in prison for almost four years and I just got back into society and I was rebuilding my life. And then I, you know, meet the crazy hairstylist and the crazy uh, hairdressers. I thought they were crazy, fun, and cool. At the same time, I meet them and I end up dropping everything and going sight on scene. Um, so I, I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, I didn't know how much it cost. I didn't know where it was. I didn't know the application process. So I kind of had that same idea. I was like, you know, you know, that part of you where you're just like going to do it. And that's, you know, what I started thinking about my dream of Harvard, I was like, why do I have to just kind of keep it to myself? Let's start, let's just start exploring the dream. And nowadays, I mean, with being able to bring you guys along the journey with me, um, we'll explore it together. But I want to share with you guys a little bit about Harvard. Um, and, and you guys, most people have heard of it. Uh, and now when it comes to beyond just hearing about it, um, thinking about what it's known for. Um, there is a Business Insider article that I came across that I thought was pretty interesting. Um, but it says, if you want to be, and listen to this, listen to this pitch, right? This is one hell of a pitch. If you want to be an executive, comma, billionaire, comma, U.S. president, comma, it's a good idea to go to Harvard Business School. Now, how's that for a uh, commercial? Now, if you, you know, we talk about, you know, dreaming. If you were thinking to yourself, like, who doesn't want to be one of those things, right? All of those things, right? Two of those things, right? Who doesn't want to be, uh, you know, either an executive, a billionaire, or U.S. president, or all of the above? And so they're talking about going to Harvard Business School. So Harvard, you have Harvard University, and you have Harvard Business School, and you know so that's where you know that's where the journey's going to start now i've got a lot of i got a lot of homework to do and so i'm going to be kind of studying them and this week you know sharing you know some of these these findings in these studies but let's you know when we're talking about harvard business school i mean they started offering a uh, masters in business administration which is an mba which you, when you see people and they got you know their name then they've got all those fancy titles after their name. Most of the time it's doctors. And you see like, you know, PhD, MBA, JD, uh, BA, all these things. So the Masters in Business Administration program, they started in 1908. And it's been the hallmark, and this is from the article from Business Insider, the hallmark of the elite. And then it says, with George W. Bush, Mitt Romney, and Michael Bloomberg all earning the degree. And so what Business Insider did, and I can put this link up on Twitter, I can put it up on you know, my Instagram, is they went through, and they went through the class, you know, after class, after class, after class, and they compiled a um, list, which they call the most successful people to graduate from Harvard Business School in order of graduation year. 
and we're going back to you know Walter Haas Jr., the class of 1939. So Walter Haas succeeded his father as the CEO of Levi Strauss & Company, growing it from a regional California brand to one of the world's biggest apparel companies, right? Harvard. I mean, I'm not gonna go through all of these, but I'm just giving you a few of these people that have graduated from there. Stephen R. Covey, um, I've read a lot of his material, listened to a lot of his, you know, his audio. Um, he graduated in the class of 1957, and he became tremendously influential after publishing his best-selling book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, um, which is a great book. I, I suggest everybody read it. Michael Bloomberg, we know he was just uh, taking a shot at president, running for president. He was a governor. Um, he was a mayor. I should say he was a mayor, um, not a governor. I don't think he was never a governor. I think he was just the mayor of New York City. Um, but he went to Harvard. He graduated. When did he graduate? Let's see here. He graduated in the class of 1966. So he received his MBA, and then Bloomberg went on to found a financial data company, Bloomberg LP, in 1981 before serving three terms as a mayor of New York City. An active philanthropist, Bloomberg has donated over $6 billion to a range of different causes. So that's Michael Bloomberg, another graduate. Um, Henry Paulson. And this is another guy that I came across. And I didn't really, you know, during the when I was studying the financial crisis and what happened in 2008, because I was kind of oblivious. I didn't really follow business and follow current events, really, um, at that time. But when I started studying, then I, I got introduced to this guy, Henry Paulson. He graduated from Harvard. Um, 1970 and he spent 32 years at Goldman Sachs and that name kept coming up so in finance and business Goldman Sachs huge investment bank he was the head of it um, before he left there he was a CEO and then 2006 to 2009 he served as a US Treasury secretary up until the financial crisis um, and now he's chairman of the Paulson Institute which promotes sustainable economic growth and a clean environment and he's got some books out there there's some movies out there another guy that I came across Ray Dalio another financial kind of wizard genius so he graduated from the class of 1973 and it says Dalio is the highly influential founder and co-chief investment officer of Bridgewater Associates the world's largest hedge fund with $150 billion in total assets under management. He's worth an estimated $19.4 billion. So going back to what it said, if you want to be an executive, you want to be a billionaire, you want to be a president of the United States, then it's a good idea to go to Harvard uh, Business school to get your to get your Harvard Business School learn on. So Mitt Romney, you guys probably some of you guys may have heard of him. So he also he graduated in 1974. He was the governor of Massachusetts and he also was running for uh, president of the United States. He had a long career at a company called Bain, Bain Consulting, and then he was elected governor in 2002. And then George W. Bush, he graduated in the class of 1975. Former president George W. Bush graduated from HBS, Harvard Business School, before working in the oil business, owning the Texas Rangers baseball team, 
becoming governor of Texas, and then serving two terms as commander-in-chief, as the president of the United States. So as I'm going through this list and I'm looking at all of these people, I'm like thinking, well, yeah, there's probably, I mean, I didn't, I never heard of any of these people. How would I ever heard of any of these people? None of these people um, had really, I mean, besides the presidents, yes, but had any impact on my life as a, you know, as a, just a civilian, I was working. So how would I be introduced to Harvard? Probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't. And so it's it's a matter of me doing some research and doing some self discovery, um, and a lot of you know as I've been sharing you know a lot of guys I noticed that were on this list. Um, I've got there's a couple uh, ladies that are on here. Meg Whitman, and she graduated the class of 1979, and she was the chairman, president, and CEO of Hewlett Packard HP, your computer company, from 2011 to 2015. She was uh, leading HP through a major transformation by splitting the company into enterprise and hardware. She's now the CEO of Quibi. Quibi just actually launched a new, it's a new uh, mobile app where it's all vertical video and they're coming out with these mini series. I think you can actually go horizontal, it's not only vertical. Um, and then they're coming out with these mini series that are like 10 minutes long. So you can like bite size um, series. I haven't checked it out yet. I know they're doing like a crazy free trial, but they launched right during the Corona shutdown. So she's now the CEO of Quibi. It's a short form video platform and it's worth an estimated 3.8 billion. So she also went to Harvard. Um, the list goes on and on and on and on. And so all of these people, I mean, Jamie Dimon, he was the class of 1982. Another financial guy, CEO of JP Morgan Chase. You know, you shop or you, you shop your, your banking products, you get them from Chase. He's the guy who runs that. Um, Jeffrey Immelt. Jeffrey Immelt. He was the chairman and CEO of a company called General Electric, GE, until 2017. Um, he was selected as Jack Welch's successor in 2001 and has been named one of the world's best CEOs three times by Barron's. So as I started looking through this list and I started thinking, you know, when you come across those four CEOs and we've been talking a lot about, you know, race and, and racial inequality and social justice and all of these things, because it's right now it's under the spotlight. You know, what what you don't see is you don't see a lot of representation. I don't see a lot of people that look like me that went to Harvard. And so maybe that was a part of it. And I don't know. I mean, I'm just kind of thinking through. I'm like, why Why would I be kind of afraid to say? I mean, they seem like they have a representation of diversity. Like if you go to their Instagram and you look through um, some of the pictures, you see some diversity there. Um, but the brand of Harvard, I think, is part of it. Now, me going on this journey, going to Harvard, we're going to, you know, I will find out. Because I'm, I'm serious about this. Like I want to really um, you know, you know, take this take this step-by-step -step process and I'm going to have you guys join me throughout it. But I'm, I'm interested to find out like so we're, the education, the brand, the mystique, you know, and what you know all of these people have in common is they went through those halls. They went through that, that training, they got that education, and it's landed them in some prestigious positions.
Now, I went through all of those people. There was a couple more, and I got to um, the first guy that's on here, a black guy named Raymond McGuire. Now, he was a class of 1984. And so McGuire is head of the Global Banking at Citigroup, Inc. After graduating in 1984, McGuire spent time as Managing Director of Mergers and Acquisitions at Merrill Lynch and Morgan Stanley. He also serves on several philanthropy boards and is an active political donor. So he's another guy when I was looking for some of those different leaders in the world of business. Um, I found those four CEOs for the Fortune 500, which are the 500 most you know, the biggest, the, the companies with the most bang, the companies with the most dollars, the biggest, you know, 500 companies out there, four black CEOs um, on this list, you know, as we're going through, which this is the successful Harvard Business School alumni. We went, you know, from 1939, it wasn't until 1984, we saw Mr. McGuire on here. Um, so diversity, right? That's something that we're talking about. Now for me, right, going, you know, having a, a, a dream like this, if I were to say, if I was looking at this list and I were to see like, you know, the diversity in the list, if I were to see, you know, black, a lot of black people as graduates, I probably would have heard about some of this or maybe saw some of it. I don't know. You know, would I have? Maybe. But was it on my radar? No, it was not. I just discovered it through learning and studying different businesses. I discovered it through my own kind of ambition and even all of the companies that I've been you know talking about and studying when you start to look you have to you have to do the research you know why don't we have more graduates on here that went to HBS Harvard University um, why didn't we have you know over 45 years you know or 45 I should say presidents uh, more diversity why why wasn't I even entertaining the idea you know going to a school in Connecticut a couple hours away never even heard of it right it was like you know why why do a lot of these things happen you know and and who are we to blame you know because right now it's like there's this divide going on everyone's pointing the finger um, but I would say in promoting this, you know, to, to my children, to their children, um, to any young man or woman, I would say look at this list of people and these individuals uh, and set your, you know, set your, set your goals high and go for it. Um, but then if you start to see more diversity, right, and you start to see, oh, there are women that have done this. There are, you know, a black people that have done this. Then you start to think, oh, maybe I could do it too. And maybe that's why when you know we had the first black president, um, it kind of gave me a thought in my head like, I could do something great, or I could do something that seems impossible as well. So there's always got to be that first one. You know, I think back to the four minute mile. You know, the four minute mile um, was a dream. You know, the four minute mile was a um, was a you know, a thought in people's head is like, yeah, that'll never happen. No one's ever going to be able to run a four minute mile. That's just unheard of. But there was a guy, you know, named Roger Bannister. And Roger Bannister 
um, became that person that broke the barrier. He became that person that that kind of gave everyone hope. He gave everyone, if that could happen, you know, then what could I do? And there's barriers being broken all the time, but he trained, he set his mind to this goal. He said, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna run a four minute mile and no one had ever run a four minute mile, um, but he became the first one to break that barrier. And the crazy part about that is once he did it, over the course of the next couple of years, hundreds of people did it. But they needed that first kind of spark. They needed that first that first one um, to be able to do it. You know, and, and as I sit here and, and share with you guys, you know, I think about just the course of that my life has kind of taken so far. You know, being able to break barriers, to graduate, you know, in my out of my family to graduate from high school, you know, was is a barrier that I had to break, you know, and then have a younger brother be able to see, okay, that's possible. That's one small thing, right? Um, going into, you know, my friend group, you know, me going into the military first, and I saw a lot of other people kind of, you know, followed and did that. Um, being able to overcome a lot of different things and being able to break through barriers is where it starts. Um, but I think the education is gonna be a key component of that. And right now, um, when you hear that list of people and you wanna be amongst them, it's thinking, well, I need to go and I wanna get the best you know, possible chance you know, to succeed. And for me, a dream of mine was you know, being able to say, if they can do that, I can do that, right? And then being able to not only say it, but then actually do it. And so when I look at this list of individuals that have come the you know come through those halls and have gone and taken that that journey and taken those steps and we want to talk about you know equality you know so can you compete that's a big thing you have to think about like in your own head right you know something we say in the military stay in your head you're dead when I think about that I'm like well can I can I do it so I'm up for the challenge. I want to try. Will Harvard will Harvard accept me? I am the probably the most likely candidate to be able to pull uh, to be able to pull this off. Barely graduated, you know, from high school. You know, never. Ne I haven't been to college. I'm all self-educated. You know, everything I've I've done. I've like self. You know, it's been self-education. Um, and then, you know, being going for something that is probably when you think about this class, you think about how many people have gone through something that's probably so far outside of the, the realm of the current reality. But how much fun are you having um, living in the current reality? And that's something I had to ask myself. How much fun are you having accepting things for the way that they are just because that's the way that they are so and it may be it may be you know one of the most um, ambitious kind of ideas and impossible ideas but it's an idea um, it's an idea so I'm willing to take the the chance I'm willing to take you know take a step forward I'm willing to take um, take a risk and to try and accomplish this dream I um, mean, not only accomplishing it, I think, you know, for myself to see, you know, A, could I do it, um, but also, you know, to be able to be an example. 
You know, trying to, you know, if you if you want to think about, you know, there's people like when I look at Barack Obama and I think about what he was able to accomplish, I mean, and there's people that are like, well, how do how do I get there? Right? What are the circumstances for me to go from here to there? How is that even possible? You know, what if, you know, what if you do you were homeless, you know, as a as a teenager? What if you were, you know, in prison and you, you came out and the odds are already not likely you're going to become or do anything anyway. I mean, so then you're like thinking, okay, now you're, you know, I made it into the Paul Mitchell world. I got into the Paul Mitchell school and then, you know, I decided I wanted to do something else. I wanted to open a business and I decided, you know, that I wanted to, you know, to try and write a book even though I had never even read a book. Um, so these things I, I always try to do because they're things that we're unlikely to be able to do. And I think that's a big thing about whatever we're trying to do. A lot of times the things that we we try to do or we're able to do, you know, are things that we really want to do, but sometimes we're just afraid to try and do them. And I'd rather try and fail miserably. I'd rather try like I'm going to go I'm going to go to Harvard. And that's like but that's the punchline. Um, but you know, getting you know, getting laughed out of Harvard, or you know, getting rejected totally, um, or getting you know, or getting in. Right? There is a possibility. It could be the greatest. You know, you know, they talk about the greatest upset of all time. It could be one of the greatest because I'm the most unlikely person to ever be able to pull it off. But I, I know one of my mentors, Steve Jobs, when they created the Think Different campaign with Apple. And I want to finish, I want to finish with this. The Think Different campaign with Apple. If you guys haven't seen the commercial, um, go watch the Think Different commercial with Apple. And the closing line of that commercial, and the whole thing was about here's to the crazy ones and all these people that, you know, tried stuff and attempted to do stuff that seemed impossible and it was a it was a here's to the crazy ones like cheers here's to the crazy ones because it's the crazy ones who think that they you know just might be able to um, change the world are the ones who are and so what is possible you know what is possible for a woman in America? What is possible for a black man in America? What is possible for, you know, for an uneducated or undereducated, you know, under, you know, on paper, an undereducated, you know, felon in America? What is possible, you know, for, you know, a gay woman or a gay man in America? What is possible in America? Because this is the land of opportunity. And so that's where, you know, I think the, um, the we'll call it the Harvard experiment. Actually, I think that might be taken already. Um, but that's where the Harvard exper experiment begins. What is possible? And so I want to continue to be like one of those people that will try stuff that may look impossible, that will try stuff that may even be impossible and find a sliver, uh, find, a, find a way, find a path like water. Water flows, right? Have you ever had a leak? You know, the water always seems to find a way. 
You know, water seems to find a way. It always finds a little crack or a crevice or a little way. And what if, you know, we started to act more um, like water? We started to flow more like water. We started to be more like water. Like, remember Bruce Lee said that, you have to be like water. You have to be able to flow. Um, so I hope you guys are ready to go on this journey with me. You know, on the, the journey to Harvard, through Harvard, you know, I'm going to graduate with the class of 2024. Um, I'm excited to start the process, the journey, the dream, and turn it into reality and, and just kind of be a, a continuing to be a, a symbol for people and to think like, you know what, anything is possible. You know, this guy doing the podcast, doing an Instagram video that barely graduated school just said what he just said, and then maybe we pull it off. And maybe we don't, but you know what? It's gonna be fun. And if anybody out there is from Harvard, hopefully you guys are ready to have Sunny D as, your, as one of your new students for the class of 2024. I'm excited. Um, and, and ultimately, the education. You know, knowing the unlock is education. And so let's go to the top. Let's go to the... Um, let's go to the top of the food chain when it comes to education um, and let's and let's go for it. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being here. Um, thank you guys for joining me for story time. Hopefully, if you are just getting your week started, uh, hopefully it's off to a good start. I'm excited to go on this on this little crazy ride, this crazy journey. And remember, it is. It's the crazy ones. It's those those people that think you know they're just they're just crazy enough. You know, think you might be able to pull it off, right? You think like you might be able to become, you know, the president, or you might be able to get that company started, or you might be able to whatever those dreams are, right? They start small, and then as we get our worldview kind of expands and expands and expands, we get a little bit more courage. And we're like, well, I was able to do this. Maybe I'll do that. Um, so now it's like we're not taking small steps. We need to take leaps and bounds. And that's where I think you know, the world is right now. We're ready for change. Not small change, ready for big change. You know, A lot of things look impossible until somebody does them, right? And so hopefully you guys are going to come on this journey with me. Um, through this week, we're going to find out what the process is. You're going to watch me. And hear the story and watch me stumble through this process. I have no idea, you know, what I'm doing and where to start. It starts with research. It starts with putting the dream out there. It starts with working one step at a time. So this week as we study the most um, prestigious education institute, everybody that's in education puts this education institute on this pedestal for a reason. So we're going to investigate it. We're going to go through the process. I want to go through the process and we'll see how it goes. So thank you guys for being here this morning. Um, thanks for hanging out. See, Elena made it. Hopefully everything is um, going well in your neck of the woods. And I hope you got 100% on your test today. So that, that'll be uh, my hope for you. And if you guys are on, whether you're on Instagram, whether you're on Facebook, page one, page two, um, whether you're on the podcast, wherever you're at, listening on Twitter Live, 
Um, hope you guys will join this journey. I'll see you guys tomorrow morning. We'll be back for story time at the usual time. Today I was on Central Time. We started at 10 instead of 9, uh, but tomorrow we'll be back at 9 or earlier, uh, but 9 a.m. So I'll have you guys back, and we're going to continue to um, study and investigate and keep moving this um, process forward. So thanks for tuning in, you guys, and I'll see you tomorrow. Hey guys, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode of the podcast and I'm super excited to start this journey and definitely, you know, it's going to be one small step at a time um, as we navigate this process. I've already started looking into um, what it might take and I'm excited to um, explore it and really make it happen. One of those things where, you know, if you if you dream about it, you know, and then you take some action and put action behind it, um, you just might pull it off. So hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm looking forward to having you join me on the next episode as we continue our Harvard study, Harvard experiment, Harvard experience, Harvard journey. Not sure exactly what we'll uh, coin it as, but it's definitely going to be a good ride. So thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. To check out all past episodes, current and future, make sure you check out yfyipodcast.com. That's yfyipodcast.com. And wherever you're listening to the podcast, whether it be on Anchor, whether it's on Spotify, if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave a rating, leave a review. That's going to help the podcast get discovered and hopefully you know, it'll inspire more people as well. So thanks again for tuning in. Thanks for being here. And thanks for listening to the YFYI podcast. And remember, this is the place where you come to learn how to build your business right once or else you will be doomed to have to build it again. Thanks for listening and I'll talk to you soon.